Welcome to today's broadcast, The Beauty of Grace. I'm Dr. Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. Today, I want to talk about your mind and how to keep your mind in line with the truth of God's Word. Because, you know, we have to realize that whatever we think, according to Proverbs 23, 7, that, that's who we are. That's what we're going to be. So you got to be careful what you think about because your life is shaped by your thoughts. Your life is determined by the way that you think. So if you think on bad things, you think on uh, uneasy things, you think on these other things, look around at the people today that are hurting. And they're going through difficult times in their life because they don't realize that they've lost the hope. Hope deferred, according to Scripture, makes our, makes our heart sick. So we want to stay in that place of, of faith, building ourselves up, growing in the things of the Lord, and recognizing that whatever I think in my life, that's the thing that's going to carry me. That's the thing that's going to control me. And I hear people say all the time about, you know, they talk about, well, I'm a Christian saved by God's marvelous grace, but I'm a sinner. Now, we need to change that mindset because the Bible says that God sees us totally different than we see ourselves. And when I begin to think about that, I want to take a few, just a few seconds today and talk to you about a few scriptures. Because when I begin to read these scriptures, it begins to open me up to a whole other dimension of who I am in Christ Jesus. Because whether we like it or not, God did a finished work. And because of that finished work, He's made us and created us accepted in the Beloved. Now, it's not based on your performance. It's based upon His marvelous grace. So I want to read Titus chapter 3, verse 7 to you. That being justified by His grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Now look at Second. Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. For he hath, past tense, made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Now look at Ephesians 1 and 6. To the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved. Now these are powerful revelations that he's made us accepted. So some things that he done through that finished work that I'm not real sure the church has got a grip on or have grabbed the depth of it that you and I he has made us accepted in the beloved. So the next time you begin to ask yourself am I pleasing to the Lord? Ask yourself is Jesus pleasing to the Lord? Because if Jesus is pleasing and accepted by the Lord then you're pleasing and accepted by the Lord. As you know in the old covenant they would bring the lamb to the priest and the priest would examine the lamb. He wouldn't examine the person. He would examine the lamb. And if the lamb was without spot, without wrinkle, without blemish, then the, the person that brought the lamb was free also. Now I want you to understand John 1.29 said, Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. So Jesus was the Lamb that was presented to God on behalf of us. Now is he the perfect Lamb? Absolutely he is. He's never committed a sin, never, never thought about committing a sin, and didn't commit a sin. So I want you to understand something here. So when God looks down, he doesn't judge you, he judges the Lamb. So the priest would inspect the Lamb, and if the Lamb was good, then the person was good. God expected the lamb through Jesus Christ, which was the lamb for me and you, and the lamb was perfect. So you and I have now been made perfect with God because of that precious and that blood of that lamb. What a wonderful thing to realize that. Now, Ephesians 2 and 6 says, He hath 
raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places. It's already been done. All we got to do is just receive it. Now look at Colossians chapter 1 verse 12. Giving thanks unto the Father which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in life. He's made it. He's already done everything. Revelation 1 and 6. And he hath made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Look at Revelation 5 and 10. He has made us unto God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. Now, has he made us a king and priest, or has he not made us a king and priest? We know that he have, has. In Galatians 5 and 1, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith God hath made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. So we see that God has done a finished work through his son, Jesus Christ. We need to learn to just enjoy that freedom of that work that's been done and that it's been finished and that he's made us accepted in the beloved. There was nothing you had to do to earn it. It was all free and made and give to you. And all you got to do is just receive it. Now, we got to get a hold of this revelation where we can open up our eyes and just believe. Now, I'm going to make a statement that's going to be very powerful. God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. And that's exactly what you and I got to understand, that it's not about our ability. It's about his marvelous grace. It's about his precious son, Jesus, that died that you and I could live. So today, you and I have been set free by the way that we think. People are thinking wrong because they don't understand that they've been set free by the blood of Jesus Christ. Now, you're no longer going to be entangled in that sin. So when you read Romans 6, you've got to understand what Romans 6 and says. The word sin is, can be a noun or it can also be a verb. A word that means sin and that is a noun is talking about the divine the sin nature, when it's talking about an acting, a verb is an acting word, which means sinning or taking part in missing the mark. There's two totally different things. And if you read them all the same way, then you're going to miss the revelation of Romans chapter 6. Because Romans chapter 6 is a very clear about what he's talking about. Every word in Romans chapter 6, the word sin is a noun. And it's talking about the sin nature, except in Romans chapter 6, verse 15. And that word is a verb talking about sin or missing the mark. So you got to read the scriptures the way that they were designed to be read, read and not read them through the eyes of cultural religion. Because every time you see sin, it doesn't mean the same thing, missing the mark. Sometimes it's talking about the divine nature of a man. It's not talking about an acting verb. Look at the preposition and look at the, the structure of a sentence and see where sin is placed there. And that's how you can determine. you got to change the way you think about your you're not a sinner saved by grace. You're a child of the King of Kings. That is the beauty of grace.